I realized that every time I have good listings, my phone is blowing up. I have an abundance. I have an overflow of buyers and sellers calling me. Mm-hmm. But then the moment I follow the industry norms and standards, what my, my what my broker asked me to do, which is put a sold sign, everything disappears. It's as if I'm telling the people, don't call me. So the question is this. How do most agents find the secrets to succeed in today's competitive real estate market, especially when the top agents are keeping those secrets to themselves? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Hi, I'm Aaron Amuchastegui, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Real Estate Rockstars, this is Aaron Muchastegui with a quick commercial break with one of our newest sponsors. I'm super excited to be partnering with these guys. Does 15 to 20% ROI investing in turnkey rentals sound attractive? Did you know you can use the Burr strategy with new construction that has immediate equity already? You guys have heard me talk about stuff like this. Rent to Retirement offers fully turnkey properties that are newly built or renovated, leased and managed, allowing you to invest with confidence out of state. They have single family, multifamily, new build, and syndication opportunities across multiple markets that maximize cash flow, appreciation, and equity. Renter Retirement assists investors in learning how to build a comprehensive business plan with the best investment and tax strategies to achieve financial freedom through real estate investing. There's no excuse not to get started in real estate investing when you have the right team and systems in place. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's renttoretirement.com or call one 800 311-6781. That's 800-311-6781 to learn about how you can get started investing in some of the best cash flow markets today. You know, and if you guys want to learn more about Zach, episode 1025, we dig in for a good 45 minute interview where he tells you the secrets to investing in real estate out of state. And him and I shared a lot of ideas about what works and what doesn't. You'll get to hear a lot about his company and his business. You know, if you're an agent from out of state and you've got referrals looking for stuff, they work with other agents on a referral basis. And we've talked so much since COVID hit that everybody needs to have a backup plan, right? Every one of you agents needs to have a backup plan. You should all be investing in real estate. And if you're having trouble finding the time and the team to do it, maybe something like rent to retirement is the solution for you. So thank you for listening. Go check them out. Now back to the rest of our podcast. Hey, real estate rock stars. This is Kelly Skevel. I'm guest hosting for Aaron today, and I have the pleasure of interviewing Rudy Kusama. I wanted to make sure I said that right. Um, and Rudy, so thanks for being on, Rudy. Yes, pleasure to be here, Kelly. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to, to dive into your story. Um, I So you're located, we were just, Rudy and I were just talking about how he's in, you're in Los Angeles, where it's nice and warm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're in SoCal. Okay, SoCal, yeah. So I'm in New York right now where we're like under a foot and a half of snow. So I'm super jealous of anybody that isn't in snow and cold right now. So yeah, how long ago did you get started in real estate? Well, uh, I got my license in 2007, um, Kelly, and quickly, literally within weeks or months after I first got my license, I did everything what my broker told me and quickly I realized that the traditional real estate model where, you know, my broker asked me to do cold calling, prospecting, door knocking, it was 
like it wasn't working out for me, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I get all kind of rejection when I call people, people just hang up on me, right? So I got to figure out that got to be a better way of doing this. So that's when, uh, slow, that's when we came up with the idea of reverse prospecting, where okay. instead of us chasing them, isn't that idea, it wasn't a fantasy is to have the prospects chasing you every single day thinking of buying and selling a house. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I love it. Who doesn't want that, right? When you're yeah, in sales, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how, what are, how did you come up with that? Like, what were well, the, what's the details? Yeah, so it came out out of that problem, right? It came out out of that necessity. So, uh, so the idea is reverse prospecting is how to compel the prospects to call you instead of you calling them. Well, initially, this is back in two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Um, I was just hosting a cash flow game, right? I was hosting a cash flow game every week. We have about a dozen of investors coming to my office. We play the cash flow games. Then at the end of the game, I was simply asking a simple question. Hey, how many of you guys want to do this in real life? Uh A cash flow games is a board games based on these uh, rich dad, poor dad books. Right. Right. So that's, that's basically what I did in 2007, get an overflow of business, get my first listing, which is, uh, and then we leveraged that one listing to generate more deals and that's when I like I couldn't keep up with all the business by myself. Uh, that's when I started to build a team because okay. now we get an overflow of business. And then I'm looking at the other agents who are sitting next to my cover. I was in cover banker back then, looking at the other agents next to me. And like most of the real estate agents have nothing to do. And yeah. I have this overflow of business coming in every single week. So I, I turn around, uh, look at all the other agents in my cover banker office and ask them, hey, if I generate a face-to-face buyers and listing appointments for you, we'll just partner up and then we just uh, share the revenue and everybody will just, yeah, I think that's a good idea. <laughs> now, <laughs> remember, this, this is that, 2008. Yeah, remember, yeah, this is 2008, 2009. That was before teams were really like taking, like, because, you know, you see teams everywhere now, but we're, there weren't a lot of teams back then, were there? Yeah, no. Uh, my um, In my office back then, in my marketplace, I think, I was the only one. Well, back then, Kelly, you remember everybody calling themselves a team, but I think it's a little bit misleading because I remember I was standing in front of my Cobalt Banker office and we took a picture and my broker identified this is my Cobalt Banker team. But, <laughs> but, you, but you are right. When, when we say this is a team, I don't mean just because you are working under one roof. That's not a team. That's just coworkers, right? right. So when, when we talk about our definition of a team here is that each individual person has a specific role in the transaction to help in the sale of the house. Okay. So obviously, 10, 15 years from 2008, today, our, our team gets a little bit more involved, right? I mean, evolve. So now we have our marketing team, uh, Kelly, that focus only to lead generate, right? Generating okay. the leads. And then we have our admin staff team. So when the leads come in, either from radio, from billboards, from direct mail, we input it into our database. That's our admin's job to put it into the, uh, the CRM. And then we have our inside sales team. Our inside sales team job is to check the timing and motivation to make sure that the buyers and sellers ready to buy and sell now. Wow. And then when they're ready to buy and sell now, then we, we book a face-to-face buyers and listing appointments to the real estate agents here in in our team. Okay. And I think, Kelly, uh, I think that that model is still pretty unique because uh, although many, uh, like, let's, let's ask ourselves, right? How many, how many real estate brokerage, how many real estate team generate a face-to-face appointments for the agents? Oh, yeah. 
Uh, I don't think <laughs> not enough well, that we can count, right? <laughs> yeah. What about this? What about this, Kelly? How many real estate agents book a face-to-face -face buyer's appointments for themselves? Oh yeah, right. I mean, I think that's what we we expect of ourselves, and the it's expected of the brokerage. Let me ask you a question. Let me take you back though. So take me back to the beginning when you said that you would. So you would do the cash flow games. You would host the cash flow games. People would come in. You'd get a listing, and then you would. You said you would leverage that listing. So when you when you say you leverage that one listing to turn it into more, can you can you give some detail on that? Oh yeah, that's actually the 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 the, the genesis, the foundation of building a team. You gotta have an overflow of business, right? right? If you don't have an overflow of business, you don't have a team. You just have a group of people hanging out together. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the easiest way, uh, one of the simplest. Well, there's, I think there are top three, but the, the simplest way to 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 generate an overflow of business is to leverage what you already have. So the easiest way is to leverage a listings to get more listings, and this is what I meant by uh, by that, Kelly. So. I remember when I first got my license, the industry norms and standards uh, that my broker asked me, hey, Rudy, when you are in escrow, I have a listing. I remember 2008, I have one short sale listing. Literally, Kelly, literally people are waiting, standing in front of the line, waiting, looking to buy this one. This is my only <laughs> one listing. My first listing, I remember in November, uh, no, November or December 2007, I only have one short sale listing and literally hundreds of buyers lining up. And then when we are in escrow, when, I, when, when, when we sold the home, my broker told me, hey, it's in escrow. I look at all the other agents in my area. What they do, they put the property pending. Mm -hmm. so, so you know what's funny? When I put the sign pending, before I put the sign pending, I get hundreds of calls. People thinking of buying and selling a house. The moment I put the sign pending in escrow, sold on that for sale sign, guess what? Cricket. The phone call stopped. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Hmm, there is something wrong here, right? So, so well, I didn't really think much about it, Kelly, because that was like my first deal. And then it goes on in 2008, my second deal, my third deal. I realized the pattern. I realized that every time I have good listings, my phone is blowing up. I have an abundance. I have an overflow of buyers and sellers calling me. Mm -hmm. But then the moment I follow the industry norms and standards, what my, my, what my broker asked me to do, which is put a sold sign, everything disappeared. It's as if I'm telling the people, don't call me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so what I learned is this. So how do I leverage a listing to get my list, uh, yeah. to get more listings is instead of uh, telling people, don't call me, I tell people, well, please call me. So the easiest way today, what I put is this, I put the writers, uh, we license this from the number one. So I look at the business, who's the number one, who's the best of the best of the best in the industry. Right. So I moved to a Remax. So I found the Remax guy, the number one Remax agent in the world. Craig Proctor. So basically what he did, I follow what he did is put a for sale sign in front of the listings. And instead of saying just sold, we put it buy this home and I'll buy yours. So buy this home, okay. I'll buy yours. So I put a sign like that. The moment every one of my listings, uh, I put a sign buy this home and I'll buy yours. Okay. And that generated. So that's what I meant when I say leveraging one listings to get more listings, simple thing from the for sale sign, buy this home. So what is the message on the sign, instead of just saying for sale, because everybody knows it's obviously for sale, right? Yeah. <laughs> so instead of saying for sale, we put buy this home and I'll buy yours. Because think about it, who will call from that? It's, it's not just any buyers, it's the buyers that have a house to sell. Right. So now we generate one listing to generate more listings. I like this. Okay. And then we can gen and then we can leverage that. That's from a simple for sale sign. 
What about the same listings now, 2022, right? So today we leverage that one listing on the internet. How can we generate one listing using Google uh, to generate more listing? It's the same idea. It's the same simple sign, buy this home and I'll buy yours. But now we put it on Google. We put okay. it on everywhere, right? So that's how we. That's what I meant when I say leverage one yeah, listing yeah. to get more listing. You repurpose that. Okay. You repurpose you that repair, listing yeah. to generate more. Because what does buyers want? Buyers wants homes. Right. Right. So when you have the listings, that's when you got to leverage it. Because if you do, as you know, Kelly, in real estate, if you do your pricing strategy right, that listings already sold the moment you sign the listing agreement. Like mm. it's done. Yeah. The only le- the only reason your listing is sitting around is because you made a mistake. <laughs> you, are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are selling a 500,000 home for 600,000. Well, that's a, that's a different conversation. You have a pricing strategy errors, right? But assuming your pricing strategy is accurate and sound, that listing is sold the moment you sign that listing. Okay. So, All right. So you, yeah. you found that by putting these writers out that, that were saying, buy this home and I'll buy your home, you were generating more listing leads than previously when you had just put the sale pending sign writer out. Correct. Okay. I like that. That's interesting. Okay. So now, so now you, you you have so much business overflow that you need to start a team. So, and this was, you said 2008, you started the team shortly. 2000, yeah. Towards the end of 2008, that's when I realized, man, there is an overflow here. I cannot do it yeah. by myself. And how many people are on your team now? Today. Yeah. Well, today we are a team of teams. We have 150. Uh, so in the last 12 months, we closed uh, 1,025 transactions. And we have 150 real estate agents that wow. we book buyers and listings uh, appointments to. It's the same concept. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just more people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So you had a thou- how many transactions? A thousand? Uh, in the last 12 months, we closed 1,025 uh, deals here in, in California. And what's that in, um, what's that in volume? Uh, it's, a, it's a little, uh, it's, uh, it's, about uh, it's, uh, it's about $900 million. Okay. Wow. Okay. And do you know your GCI off of that? or About 20, 20 million GCI. Yeah. Wow. All right. That's a, that, those are big numbers. <laughs> But, but Kelly, the, it looks big, but the, the purpose, the, the message is this. Everything starts from a real system, right? Because if you have a system that, if, what is a system? It's just a series of checklists. Right. Now we just, we just have to scale it, right? Because uh, just now I was mentioning about the marketing team is to generate the leads. The admin input it into a database. The inside sales team check the timing motivation. The outside sales team, those are the system. But once we are tied with that, uh, Kelly, uh, it goes from ten to fifty transactions to one hundred transactions. We, we just have to we just have to scale it, right? But right. I think we just have to be really good with that uh, with with the model with the with the system because otherwise it's not gonna you, you cannot grow. You just grow the problem basically, right? If 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 you cannot sell one hundred homes properly, you cannot grow because having more people you just magnify. You're just gonna magnify the problem. Right. Yeah. You know, I hear often from um, successful agents that they, they wish they would have put the systems that they, they, they wish they would have put the systems in place, you know, before they blew up, like the, it's almost like they, they got really busy and then they had to go back and kind of, and, and create these systems so that then they can grow, could grow again. Um, what's your experience been with that? Did you have your, 
did you feel like you put your systems in place first or did you have that experience where you had to kind of go back? Yeah, no, uh, we, we grew, uh, we grew our team, um, grew organically. So meaning I don't borrow money from us. So that, so it's impossible for me to grow bigger than I was. Right. So, because it's basically, we grew, when I say grew organically, meaning, uh, the money that we use on the uh, on the marketing comes from the closing. Like we we have zero debt. We don't borrow money from anybody. Right. So so I think that's that you bring up a good point, Kelly. Uh, because if you somehow have somehow you have the money to buy the business, that's kind of a shortcut, but that's dangerous, right? Because if the foundation is not there, you may have the resource uh, somehow. If you have the money somehow to 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 be on a radio without earning that, then it could be dangerous. Exactly like you said, right? Because then, like like uh, the system is not there. That, that's not my issue. I, I I before I get my real estate license, I was selling in a shop. Made, like like I really have no money, right? So the money come from the business. We just invest it back in the business. So the only reason we can grow, we just have to grow slowly. Basically, right. we grow slowly, but I think I think it's a good thing. Sometimes I felt a little bit frustrated, but I think it's a good thing because that means we cannot grow more than our capacity. Right. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about your your how you lead generate. It sounds like you do a lot of different marketing uh, avenues. What? Tell tell me more about that. Yeah, our most, uh, as you know now, the cost to generate leads becoming more and more expensive, right? So obviously we are on, uh, we are on radio, uh, billboards, direct mail. Those are the top three uh, as far as uh, lead generation to generate listings. Those are all the high quality come, uh, come list miss, essentially, right? People on the radio, the billboards. But the problem is this, over the last 10 years, the cost to generate leads becoming more and more and more and more expensive. Mm. So uh, I used to be uh, with Remax for the longest time. Our team, uh, when we were with Remax 2019, our team sold between four to 500 homes a year. And we were named as the number one team in Remax in California. Okay. 2018, 2019. Wow. But then I realized the cost of leads keep on increasing. So back then I was thinking there's got to be a better way to how to how to how to manage this right because how low as far as the split with the agent like the cost of business everything the labor of cost is becoming more expensive i'm here in california minimum wage is about 15 dollars an hour right so mm -hmm. so the labor cost is increasing and then uh, you cannot just squeeze the age because how low can you go as far as the split right so if the cost to generate leads keep on increasing on radio and billboards and mm -hmm. the labor costs keep on increasing then obviously you're going to get squeezed on the profit margin so back then, uh, I was masterminding with some of the top uh, billion dollars real estate agents in the country, and we come up, okay, what if, what if we can, we can dominate the search engine optimization? What if we can influence Google, so Google can send us organic buyers and sellers without us paying them? So we are talking now. We are talking about the SEO, uh, SEO game, right? So that's why towards the end of 2019, Kelly, that's when we launched your home sold guaranteed realty. The reason we launched your home sold guaranteed realty because the name, well, there's many reasons, but one of the, uh, as far as the context of our conversation today is the name of the company itself, your home sold guaranteed, it influenced the search engine. So for if you go to oh, Google okay. now, you type the word your home sold, there are over 2.4 billion searches 
So people are looking, right? Because as you know, to be successful in anything in business, everybody's listening to the same radio station, WIIFM, right? What's in it for me, right? So Kelly sent the number one agent in Century 21. Rudy, the number one agent on the planet. The customer don't care about it. So the customer is looking for what's in it for me. So when we message, uh, when, we, when we change our marketing from Rudy, the number one agent in Remax, which nobody cares, as you know, Kelly, because... <laughs> Everybody claiming you can be the number one of anything, right? Oh, You're the number yeah. one in showing up on time every day. Well, so, so, and plus in business sense, the customers don't care in number, you know, when you and I, we buy anything, we don't care about the number one, whatever, you know, because everybody just care about myself, right? right. So if I'm thinking, if, if you want to generate more listings, the buyers, uh, the owner of the house, they're looking for uh, risk, that, then we call it risk reversal, something that's guaranteed, something that they just want an offer. They're not looking for a real estate agent. So we, we reposition ourselves instead of positioning ourselves as a real estate agent, we just, your home sold guaranteed. So, mm, okay. so that's, that's the reason. So quickly we, we dominate the, the SEO game, the, okay. the Google. So that's how we are able now today. We literally get, 13,000 uh, views hits on our Google page and those are all free. Like I'm not paying anything right. for that, like zero because the Google, the people already looking for it. Yeah. And it's so like you, you figured go fishing, out, right, Kelly? You yeah, when you go fishing, you, the easiest yeah. way to go fishing is fish when the fish are. Yeah, this kind of all ties into your reverse marketing, um, your reverse prospecting that you were talking about earlier. So you figured out um, based on your market research that the, your home sold guaranteed realty was going to get pop up on Google searches the most as compared to, you know, top real estate agent, Rudy, something like yeah. that. Interesting. And you can Google it yourself now. Google it. Many, many, uh, many respectable come. You Google Remax. How many people are looking for Remax? How many people looking for Keller Williams? How many people looking for EXP? How many people looking for your home soul? Google yourself now and you realize that the, the word, the series of words, your home sold, over 2.4 billion search. Mm, okay. So the people that they're mm. already looking, we are just hijacking, uh, we are just hijacking the traffic that already that Google right. already has. Yeah, I love it though. It's thinking outside the box. You're you figured out how you could, like you said, you instead of paying for all of those leads that were getting more and more expensive, how you could generate the leads to come to you based off of just putting certain words together. I think it's yeah. phenomenal. You give them what they want, right? right. What is what, what does buyers want? Buyers want homes. What does sellers want? Sellers want offer. Okay. So you so you deliver that. You it's not about you, right? It's about the clients. Yeah, I love it. This is great. Tell me more about how you, so tell me about your, how your team is structured. How do you have your team set up and structured? Cause I know lots of people are like moving in that direction as they get busy. Yes. So once you have an overflow business, so that's, we need to emphasize that, right? Because I think many people have this idea and fantasy, right? Uh, but then if you are not ready yet, basically like you, you cannot, you know, like for me, I may have an idea to be to play in NBA. It's not going to happen. You know what I mean? It's like I don't have the capacity for it. So same thing with this. Before we build a team, the foundation is you got to have an overflow business. So that's one. Once you have an overflow business, that means what business are you in? That means you got to realize if you really want to build a team, uh, because we believe the future of real estate, either you join a team or you build your, your own okay. team. Let me, if you let me ask you one question. Team, Sorry. <laughs> the, oh, how how do you quantify an overflow business? Like, how would somebody know if they if they're 
how are you quantifying like overflow yes. business? You're right, Kelly. Uh, how do we know it's the right time for you yeah. to build your team? Well, uh, if you yourself cannot handle the business, that's when you know. So, for example, back in 2008, Kelly, I'm closing two, three deals a month myself. And in my pipeline, I still have five buyers and sellers that I haven't even had the time to return the phone call. Mm, okay. Right. So now I know I have problems. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm closing deals, uh, two, three deals a month myself. I'm happy. But at the same time, I have three, four or five buyers and sellers that's just sitting on my desk. Right. Slipping through the cracks. OK. Yes. So that's that's what I meant when I say an overflow. That means you yourself, your cup has to be filled because right. I see so many real estate agents, uh, Kelly, they themselves are struggling. Well, if you yourself are struggling the solution is not to build a team because you just magnify the problem like i said just now if you yourself struggling then you gotta figure out so for example uh, that's why the foundation of building a team is an overflow business that means you gotta realize you are no longer in real estate business what business are you in you are in marketing business you are in marketing business you if you cannot generate an overflow business you shouldn't be build a business because now what's the purpose that's why kelly you you have this uh I call it a fake team. When I say a fake team, this is what I mean. A bunch of real estate agents, three, four, five, usually their best friends. And together, they go out together and they go out prospecting together. They mm. go out door knocking together. Well, that's not my definition. That's not our definition of team. That's just best friends. You know, best yeah. friends like to hang out together, you know? Right. So, which is okay. I mean, if that yeah, was yeah. one, you just want to hang out with the people that you like, that's fine. But our definition, so first we need to define what a team is. A team is where each individual person has a specific role in the transaction. That's the okay. context of the team that we are talking about today, right? Uh, three or four agents that have nothing to do and they go out cold calling and door knocking together, that's just hang out buddies. So, so once we define what a team is, which is a group of people uh, where each individual person has a specific role. Okay, let's let's answer the question. How can we? How is the team structured? Yeah. Number one, we have our marketing department that focus only on lead generation. Okay. Right. So the lead gen uh, from radio, from billboards, from direct mail, uh, and online. Right. Those are very billboard, direct mail, and radio. Those three are the top uh, listing generators. But now we are focusing on the Google because the Google actually will generate as high, if not better quality sellers for oh, free. For that's free. why I like the Google because Google oh. now is, is very powerful. But okay. anyway, so that's one, uh, the marketing team to generate the leads. And then when the leads call in from the, when they call in from the, from the, from the radio billboards or the online, mm-hmm. then we have our admin staff team that takes that, inquiries that incoming call yeah. and put it into a database okay so you gotta have a crm that have uh, artificial intelligence because this is what i'm trying to say kelly right now i'll give you an example right now in my database i have sixty thousand buyers who's looking to buy okay. so if you are thinking of selling your home for example my crm have the ai have the artificial intelligence to do actually a search and match with the buyers that i have in my database so let's say you own a three bedroom two bath two thousand square feet home you are thinking of selling your home mm-hmm. before i show up at that listing appointments let's say kelly you call me thinking of selling your three bedroom two bath two thousand square feet home before we show up at the listing appointment we do a match with our buyers in waiting database 
So let's ah. say out of 60,000 buyers that we have, we have 100 match. So now when we show up at your house, at your listing appointments, we don't just show up with a CMA because today everybody already know the value of their house. Yeah. So you as a real estate agent showing up with a CMA, that's pretty much useless, you know? Right. Uh, you are just a commodity. That's why the real estate agent's income is going to keep on going down. The reason because the consumer looking at you like basically you absolutely bring no value. You are just an order takers. And when, once you position yourself as a commodity, then that's when your, your income go down. So instead of showing up with the CMA, leveraging the CRM, we show up with offers. Not only we show up with offers, cash offers, we show up with the fact that we already have the buyers. So you bring the list of the buyers that matched on the CRM to the house and you bring, you bring actual offers or you yes. say, oh, yes. wow. Yeah, okay. so you show up with, the, instead of showing up with the CMA, we show up with two or three offers, Kelly. Okay. And at the same time, I'm going to show you 100 of my buyers that have the proof of funds and they already attached with one of my agent at the moment on the street looking for home just like yours. Okay. Imagine if you show up at the listing appointments with that, not only oh. you are more likely to get hired, you are more like they will hire you at your price and at your fees. Hey, real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Mujestegi, and I'm interrupting myself to bring you this commercial break from one of our sponsors. And I know, I know you guys would much rather listen to the content and not the ads and not the sponsors, but this is one that I'm actually super, super excited with. You know, so many of the realtors that we interview on the show, they talk about how much systems are important and how much follow-up is important. And I'm really, really excited about our new sponsor. There's somebody I've been looking at for a long time and when they reached out to me, I said, yes, we have to be able to do this deal. So that sponsor is Follow Up Bob. You know, on an interview last week with agent Mark McGuire, I asked him what his favorite software and what his favorite system was. And he said it was Follow Up Boss. And then he went on for another three or four minutes to talk about why Follow Up Boss was the best CRM he uses. So there's a lot of superstars out, out there that use Follow Up Boss. Some of the stats they gave me, Robert Slack, 1.5 billion team in Florida, number one in the US. He uses Follow Up Boss to get a 400% ROI on its massive paid lead spend. Deborah Beagle, co-owner of the Ashton Group in Nashville, uses Follow Up Boss to guarantee the agents who join her team get two homes under contract in the first 90 days. That's a big guarantee for new agents. Barry Jenkins of the, your friends in real estate uses Follow Up Boss to automate everything so his team can produce 200 million on 25 hour work weeks. All right, so here's an offer. You guys are gonna get this special for being Real Estate Rockstars listeners. Now I've, I've used Follow Up Boss. We've actually used it in our non-real estate businesses as well because it's so good at being able to set timers, set automatic texting and emailing, and what do, what do you know, best name ever, Follow Up. So here's what we got. For Real Estate Rockstars listeners, you get a 30-day free trial. That's normally 14 days. So in order to get this, you go followupboss.com forward slash rockstars. So again, followupboss.com, just like it sounds, forward slash rockstars. Go there, get your 30-day free trial, and check it out, especially if you aren't using any systems or any CRMs yet. This will be a great one for you to start with. All right, everybody, thanks again. Now back to our show. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're showing the value that you're bringing right there the moment you walk in the door. Yeah. So you got to be different. The keyword is you got to be different. So yeah. that's step number two, right? The reason I'm sharing that a little bit details, Kelly, because the CRM is important. Yeah. Now, what's, that's my point. what CRM yeah. system do you use? 
uh, I use Commission Inc. Uh, Sync. Okay. So, so the, the 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 CRM is very important because uh, most real estate agents think or they look at CRM just like a over glorified Excel spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? No, your CRM has has to have the ability to have the plan to to. It's basically the CRM runs the business. Remember, just now we right. talk about system. System is just a series of checklists. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's step number two, right? So step number one, the marketing team generate the leads, mm -hmm. admin and put it into a database. And then our inside sales team call those inquiries, check the timing motivation, see if they're ready to buy and sell in the next three to six months. Okay. When they're ready to buy and sell in the next three to six months, then our inside sales team book that to our outside sales team. The agents literally just show up in the buyers and listing appointments. Okay. This is why the real estate agents in our team, Kelly, they make way more money, have more time. Uh, the reason because the agents only focus on one thing. The agent just show up with uh, in a highly qualified, motivated buyers and sellers, right? So the traditional agent, they spend 70, 80% of their time chasing for business. Mm -hmm. The agents here in our team, they focus on doing one thing. So naturally, they'll, they'll, they'll be more successful. When I say more successful, definition is uh, they make more money and have time. Yeah. And they can go on vacation, come back from vacation, having a peace of mind that the business is there. Mm, yes. So they can leave. So they, your agents can actually leave and they don't have to work when they're on vacation. Yeah. Like normal people. Like normal people. Like normal people that have jobs. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The last time I went on it, it's like without fail, when I go on vacation, I'm also writing an offer, you know, like without fail every, the last two years, it's been like that. Yeah. Because the, that's the, the, as a solo agent, we have to do everything all right. by ourselves. But the problem is this Kelly, maybe that's possible in the past, but now, as you know, as technology becoming more and more advanced, um, every marketplace, you guys are, your competition is not the other agents. Your competition is the billion dollars technology company mm. number one number two is the other mega team in your market uh, in your marketplace that literally have a million dollars two million dollars in advertising budget so how are you able to compete against this billion dollars technology company and this mega team that has million dollars of budget mm -hmm. right that's why the solo i we believe here at your home so guaranteed Realty, we believe the future of in real estate is in the team model meaning mm. Either you join an, an existing team that you only focus on one task. Uh, so that way it's called leverage, by the way, right? Because now you are leverage, you're leveraging the people, mm -hmm. you're leveraging the system, you're leveraging the technology. That's why you can be more successful, making making more money, having more time, and do what you what you are passionate about. So either right. you join an existing team or you build your own team. Right. Yeah, but I don't think the solo agent model in the future. Uh, in fact, uh, Craig Proctor, the number one Remax agent in the world, uh, and I, we, we wrote a book. If you go to Amazon, it says "Death of Traditional uh, Real Estate Agents." Death uh, of the traditional world. real estate agent. <laughs> that, yeah, and okay. where in the book we make a case that in the future it's all it's it's basically the 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 solo agents model. One person doing everything all by themselves is extremely dangerous. To, to your business because yeah. the, the time has changed. Yeah, it makes sense. Now, okay, so now, so we've got the marketing team. We've got um, the, the, remind me, the people that take the calls, right? So your admin, and then they, and then they set the appointments inside sales team. 
sets appointments for outside for outside sales team. Outside sales team goes, they they make the points appointments, they either get the listing or they get the buyer. Then what happens? Then once we are in escrow, then we have our ad, uh, a group of our transaction team, which is essentially our admin team that takes care of all your paperwork. Okay. So that way you, as the agent, you only focus on buyers and listing appointments. You get them in escrow and you move on to your next one. And right? then you move because, on to your next one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, and so those hundred, so the, your team of 150, that's just the age, 150 agents, or that includes all of your admin and your marketing? That's the real estate, uh, that's the real estate agents, uh, okay. that's the license, uh, licensed real estate that's agents. And so right now our, uh, our goal, we realized that the industry has this problem that most agents just do by ourselves. So right now our big vision, our big goal here uh, is to help uh, 1,000 real estate agents in California over the next uh, two years. Wow. Simply by introducing this model. So gotcha. thank you for inviting for this yeah, happy uh, podcast it. here. So we want to share that there is a solution, right? Because if you're a solo agent working, you already work seven days a week. You already work 15 hours a day. Doing more of the stuff that doesn't work is not a solution, right? I heard some of the coach, some of the real estate coach I think on YouTube, I was like, the agents was like, man, I work seven days a week. I'm doing this cold calling, door knocking. I'm only selling one house. And the coach advised, well, do more door knocking. Well, how can you do more of the stuff that doesn't work? So if you really want to completely transform your business in this new year, doing more of the stuff that doesn't work <laughs> is not the solution. Like, right. You got to change the model. You, know, like, you got to change your business model. How you do things doesn't work. Do you do, do you do any cold calling? Do you have your team do any cold calling? No, we don't. Uh, because remember uh, uh, on the step one on our marketing, which is uh, we believe in reverse prospecting, right. which is a good question, Kelly. How can we get the prospects to call us instead of us calling them? Actually, it sounds very simple. And it's actually that simple. What, well, how do you get the prospects to call Kelly? Well, let's think about it. Uh, what does buyers want? Buyers want homes. Mm-hmm. Okay. What if Kelly, the, what if the real estate agents want to get more listings in today's market? Think about it. How do you get more listings in today's market? Okay. Uh, what if you target the buyers that have a house to sell? Because in today's market, the, buy, the owner of the house, the sellers, they will not list their home unless they find a replacement home. Mm-hmm. It's a catch-22, right? I'm not going to sell my house if I cannot find a replacement house. Right. So the easiest way to generate listings in today's market is you target the buy. It's called move up buyers, right? Move up buyers, the buyers that have a house to sell. I'll give you an example. Let's say you run the ads that says uh, six costly mistakes that you need to know before buying a $1 million home in Pasadena. Pasadena is where I'm at. So let's say in Pasadena, uh, $1 million is a move up price range. So who will respond to an ad target on a $1 million home? Not just any buyers, but buyers that have a house to sell. Mm-hmm. Right? So so we, so reverse, that's what I mean when I say reverse prospecting. Right. You get the people to call you. Now, that leads to another question, Kelly. So now you are thinking, wait a minute. Okay, so I have these buy, mover buyers calling me. How do I give them access to homes that they cannot already see online? Because the moment the listings get inputted into the MLS, it gets syndicated to over 15,000 end-user website. That means all the houses 
that the traditional real estate agent have access to on the MLS, the consumer already see it online. So if all you do, you are just emailing them homes, homes that the consumer can see online, then you are again, you are of no value on this transaction. So now that leads to another conversation. How can you give them access to homes that match their criteria that they cannot see online? So, uh, so what we teach here, Kelly, at your home so guaranteed realty, we teach real estate agent on how to set, negotiate, and collect their own buyer's broker fees. So we, when uh, we are not, when we work with buyers, we are not relying on the MLS for our income. So once the real estate, once our real estate agents know how to set, negotiate, and collect their own buyer's broker fees, so now they can focus on what is it that the buyers are looking for. What is it the buyers are looking for? And you look for homes that match their criteria. For example, for sale by owners, expired, canceled, okay. withdrawn, foreclosure, new homes, new construction, probate sale, divorce. The list goes on and on. There are so many homes that's available for sale that outside active on the MLS. And yet, why real estate agents, 2 million real estate agents across US only focus on active on the MLS? Right? Because... That's how they get paid. Right. And nobody's teaching real estate agents to set, negotiate, collect your own buyer's broker fees. So when your buyer's agents go in and they have a meeting with uh, prospective buyers, they're, they are in that meeting, they're getting the buyers to sign some like how, explain how that works explain yeah you're right kelly you got it you got it i think we are, i think you're i think you i think you you got it kelly so <laughs> just like imagine when you go to a listing appointment right now what happened if your mom your brother your best friend call you kelly i'm thinking of selling my house uh i don't know but i were to guess normal real estate agents this is what they do if their mom their best friend call them i want to sell their home they will go to their mom's house uncle's house best friend's house and the first thing they do they'll just at the very least Hey, sign this listing agreement. Am I, is that right? Or, or, or you just start putting a for sale sign in front of your mom's house and start running around? No, right? And yet, the same real estate agents with the same mom who call the same real estate agents thinking of buying a house, what do you think that real estate agents do? Start running around town looking at homes. Why? My question is this. Why are you treating the buyers any different than the sellers? So when I say on the buyer side, we teach our agent to set, negotiate, collect their own buyer's broker fees, you are absolutely correct. We treat the buyers and the listing the same. That means we have a buyer's, buyer's benefits presentation, just like you have a listing benefits presentation, right? So if you're thinking of buying a home, I'm going to sit down with you for 15, 20 minutes. I will explain to you our VIP buyer's benefits how it benefits you to hire us exclusively uh, to, so one of the benefits, for example, giving you access to homes that match your criteria that you cannot see online. And the list goes on, right? We have 15 different benefits, why it benefits you to hire us exclusively. And at the end of that conversation, 15, 20 minutes conversation, Kelly, the consumer, the buyers uh, will come to an agreement with us. Okay, I'm going to hire you as my exclusive buyer's agent mm -hmm. at X percent. Okay. So there's a conversation about fees, X percent. Okay. Once we determine, once we establish that, now this is the cool stuff because now the real estate agents already have the, the income out of the way. Now the agents can focus on looking for homes that match the buyer's criteria mm -hmm. instead of focusing on the commission. 
Right. So now instead of just looking on the MLS, they're going out, they're really searching Fizbo's um, off markets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got it. You got it, Kelly, because now you can really, you can truly put the clients to consumer best interest first. Right. Because uh, I'm not sure if you know, there's a major lawsuits now, the Department of Justice versus the MLS and the NAR and the industry. If you read that major loss, that lawsuit, essentially, this is the issue that Department of Justice is bringing up is that, look, why would the sellers pay the buyer's agent commission only for the buyers to beat me up? So that's problem number one, right? Mm. You are, you're, it's like you are paying the opposite counsel. It's like you go to a court and you are paying the attorney's fees on the other side just to beat you up, you know? Uh, so that's number one. Num the issue number two, if the real estate agents relying only on the MLS for their income, that means are you truly putting your client's best interest before you yeah. or you're putting your commission interest before you? Yeah, yeah, your fiduciary. Yeah, are you? You're exactly yes, right. And you are in, I think you said you are in New York. I don't know how New York works, but here in California, actually, the entire state already modified. In the past, Kelly, real estate agents used to say, oh, hire me to buy your home for free. That is not true. You are misleading the consumers because at the end of the day, you get paid, right? So mm -hmm. You cannot say that anymore. Yeah. So, right, so right now, we just stayed up front. Look, you're going to hire me as your ex-buyer's agent. I'm going to look for homes every day that match your criteria, including homes that you cannot see online. And then you show all the benefits, just like when you do a listing presentation, exactly right. the same. And then you, at the end of the day, you come to an agreement on your fees. Once you know your fees being established, now you can focus expired, canceled, withdrawn, zero coming soon. Uh, there's so many probate, yeah. new, new homes. I don't know in, in about New York, but here in California, if you talk to a builder, let's say the builders have 500 new homes, you know how many they put on the MLS? One, maybe. Yeah. Maybe one. You know what I mean? But, but most real estate agents, they will never show all these new homes because they're only relying on the MLS. Mm -hmm. You are cheating right. the consumers. Yeah, no, it makes total sense. But now you're willing to work hard for them because you've got them in an exclusive buyer's agreement. You know, you're going to get paid no matter what house you put them in. And you can go out and search everything and really truly serve your buyers. I think it's yes. a good model. And the latest, uh, the latest statistics, I think I, I, I looked it up a couple of days ago, Redfin or NAR, one of those guys, I forgot. They did a the research. They say the real estate agent's income since in the last 10 years has been on a decline pattern. As technology becoming more advanced, the cooperating buyer's agent's uh, commission is actually declining, mm. which makes sense, right, Kelly? Think about it. Because the moment the house is get input on the MLS, the house gets syndicated to the end user website. The buyers can see online, like, why would I pay you just to open the door? The buyers mm. just come to me directly. So that's why there's a decline pattern. But this is the problem in our industry because now the industry, the buyer's agent, has uh, the, the consumer looking at the buyer's agent as a commodity. The only reason I'm calling you because you have the supraki. Yeah. <laughs> like you're just a commodity, right? Because I already found the home myself online. I found it. The homes that match my criteria. So the only reason I'm calling you is so I don't have a supraki. That's why, Kelly, mm -hmm. I, I don't know about New York, but here in the West Coast, we have many technology companies that actually start input, uh, installing like a, like a pad in front of the house. So the oh. consumer can just go to the house and just have a key open the door. They can go inside the house, look at the home themselves, and they put like an iPad inside of the house. If the buyers want to put an wow. offer, they can put an offer themselves. Yeah, you know? no, we don't have that out here. So I'm in rural New York. I'm in upstate Ithaca area. And we don't have that. We don't have a lot of um, the iBuyers, like the technology out here yet. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, 
I, I'm sure it'll come someday, but like I said, we're pretty rural, so. Yeah. Um, yeah the biggest one is in yeah. Phoenix now. Uh, if you want to look at what I'm talking about now, Phoenix, Arizona is the is really the hotbed on this. But let's go back to, so now when you as the real estate agents can every day focus on showing them homes that match their criteria that they cannot see online, now you become relevant in mm -hmm. that transaction. Right? Okay. You become relevant in that transaction. So now, remember, price, your fees, is only a factor in the absence of value. So what is the value that you are bringing in the transaction? If you are just an order takers, if the only reason the consumers are calling you just because they don't have a Supra key, then your income will continue on the downward pattern. It will continue all the way down, you know, because the machine will replace you. Right, you know? but you're bringing value. Correct. But now when you are able to show them homes every day that match their criteria, homes that they cannot see online now, right your income go up, you can charge whatever you want it to be. Because think about it, Kelly, if you want something, let's say you want this cup here that what I'm holding, and I'm the only one that you can get it through me. Well, are you going to argue with me on the fees? Like, this is it. I can't. Right? So I hope this inspire many of your listeners, Kelly, to, hey, because many real estate agents are complaining about um, making, they're complaining about technology company. They are multi-billion dollars company, right? You are complaining about them and like it will not change your outcome. So how can you make more money in today's economy? Well, you just have to be relevant, right? right. You need to learn how to self-negotiate, collect your fees. So that way you can, in addition to homes that the buyers see online, you can show them homes that they cannot see online. Now you right. become relevant. Right. Absolutely. I think those are great points. That's excellent. Wait, I mean, differentiating yourself, becoming relevant. It's this is like you said, this is how you succeed as a team and an agent in today's world, especially out there where you have the technology that you're competing against. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> this is great stuff. Um, let me think here. So we talked about, so do you do any social media? Are you on the social media a lot? Or you really rely on your, on Google SEO webpage? Oh yeah, social social media social media is huge now, okay. right? Uh, social media is huge. Instagram, uh, Facebook. I think over the last twelve months, we literally make like two three million dollars just from Instagram. Wow. But, it, okay. but the basis is the same, Kelly. The basis is the same. Is the reverse pro is is the offer giving them something that they want? Yeah. Right? It's all. It's not about because in marketing, if you want to be successful in marketing, I think the formula we call it the three M's, meaning. The message, what is the message? Like, what are you saying? Mm -hmm. And then the medium, the medium is the vehicle, right? It's the, it could be radio, billboards, or uh, social media, like yeah. you mentioned. Those are just the medium. Mm -hmm. if, and then the, the last one, uh, so the message, the medium, and the market, meaning the target, like who's your target audience? Okay. So for us, we just want to get, if you want more listings, so that's who are we targeting? Mm -hmm. buyers that have a house to sell for example right if that's who are we so and then the the medium the medium is like you said just now social media is one of the medium that that's been extremely successful but what is the message if the message i put call rudy the number one agent on the planet nobody will call i believe right. i think my mom is the only one that will call <laughs> right because there is no benefits for the consumer so the mm -hmm. message is for example guaranteed cash offer on your home or have access to homes that you cannot see online ah, yep. right that's the message yep. 
So now once you have a message, let's say you target, let's say uh, I use me as an example. We want to target mover buyers. In my area, $1.5 million is a mover buyers. So I'm going to, the message is going to be uh, six costly mistakes to avoid buying a $1.5 to $2 million home mm -hmm. in Pasadena, in Los Angeles, wherever, right? And then, so that's the message. And then where do we put that message? The medium. The medium could be radio, billboard, social media right. has been extremely, uh, because the social media is the young generation. Like Instagram, uh, we have a lot of 20 years old that's on the Instagram. They yes, may not they have the that. house, <laughs> but their parents, you know, they say Facebook is for old people. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> <That's what> I <laughs> I'm, I'm on Facebook, but but uh, but but we are. But our team is on Instagram. Talk, but but it's the young people. So so that's the so that's the in, so that's the <laughs> medium, right? So the message, the medium, and the target audience. I think so, that's super interesting. And you're saying that, like, instead of saying, "Oh, top real estate agent," or "I love to help people find their dream home," which is like you know what everybody says when they're out there advertising. Your message is we will, you know, buyers have access to homes that aren't out on the internet or guaranteed we will sell your home with a cash offer. Like you're actually, the message is a lot. Um, I don't know, like it's more, it's more targeted. Yeah. It's called, uh, it's called unique selling proposition, a unique like selling it. proposition. It answered this question. Why should I sell my house with you over and above hundreds of thousands of the real estate agents in the right. area or in today's market, I could have just do a for sale by owners. Right. So it's called so, a unique selling proposition. The moment you don't have a unique selling proposition, you are just another nice guy, then that's when you are in trouble. Right. right? So because for everybody you know, out there, that's yeah. that's the question you should be asking yourself every time you're doing some type of marketing is why would some what what are you doing that is somebody will choose you over all the other agents in your market? Yes. Right. Yes. And and you cannot say I'm honest. I'm hardworking. <laughs> the reason because it is today, today business environment, it's so competitive. You have to be honest. You have yeah. to be hardworking. You have to be ethical, right? If you lie, you right. cheat, you steal, you'll be out of business long time ago. Right. So let's make us, it's safe to assume in today's market that everybody's honest, I everybody's hardworking and everybody's ethical. So right. that is not a unique selling proposition. Yeah, that's not that's your unique selling. Yes. Yeah, that's just a minimum common sense standard. <laughs> yes, this is great. Yeah, that that's those are all great points. This is some gold. I hope you guys are um, hearing this and taking it away. And you know, hopefully, we'll see different messages other than like you said, honest, hardworking. Um, that's awesome, Rudy. Uh, this has been great. Thank you so much for coming on here, sharing so much knowledge and so much um, insight on how you set up your team and run your business. If people want to get a hold of you, how can they? How can they reach you? What's the best way to reach you? Kelly, I have a free. Uh, I'm putting up a free special report on how to uh, how to 10x your income. Okay, how that'll be in our toolbox. With yep. absolutely no cold calling, no prospecting, no door knocking. Um, go to www.topagentsfreedom.com. Okay. Yep. Topagentsfreedom.com. And this will be in the show notes too, I'm sure. So um, you can look there as well, but great. Okay. So they should go to, say it one more time, topagentsfreedom.com. Yeah. Topagents, www.topagentsfreedom.com. Kelly, yes. you can uh, you can download a 27-page report, and I put like a video that outlines the team model, 
the one that you've been uh, the one that we've been discussing today. Okay. Uh, there's a very clear, uh, like like a three minutes video that outlined the team system. Perfect. Fantastic. Well, thanks, Rudy. It was great to chat with you. I loved hearing your story and um, definitely inspired some some things that I'd like to do in my business. So thank yeah, you. Thank you, Kelly. All right, real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Muchastegui jumping in again to thank you for listening to the show. Hopefully you guys loved listening to that one. And I want to make sure that you know about all of the extra resources that we have. And also we need your help. They say podcasts are free. You get to listen to podcasts for free. But what is the cost of that podcast? I would say if I could beg you to pay anything for that podcast, I would say the cost of the podcast is going and giving a review. So whether you download it on Google or Apple or YouTube or anywhere else, please go give us a review. Say what you liked, what you didn't like. It helps us get better guests. The more reviews, the higher we get in the rate rankings. Right now, we are the biggest podcast out there for real estate agents, and we want to keep that spot because we know there's lots of podcasts out there. So go give us a review. Also, be sure to go to hybendigital.com. If you liked any of the resources that those real estate agents talked about, we've got a huge video vault of those resources for free. Every punny that comes on the podcast that we interview, they give us something that helps them get their deals or helps them work with their clients. And we put that in the toolbox in our vault for you. So go to hybendigital.com and you can get it. If you're looking for real estate education, go to rebusuniversity.com. We have all sorts of courses in there to help agents succeed in real estate. How to get the listing, how to negotiate deals, you know, how to become an investor, all sorts of different stuff, rebusuniversity.com. And if you want to chat with me, go find me on Instagram. If you come find me on Instagram, you can send me messages. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't like. We try to put a bunch of content out there too. You can find me in two different places. It's at rerockstars.com for our Real Estate Rockstars page or at erinamuchastegui.com for my personal Instagram page where I can chat with you about all sorts of different things. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.